Welcome to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com. I did not get an email from management about whether or not there has been a resolution to the podcast issue, so I'm just going to trust that we did get one. Because that's always the way it works. I don't know. I mean, the way it always works is, hey, here, there, there, there's a problem, there's an issue, and then, bam, like that, it's fixed. <laughs> like, no problem. I like your optimism I, uh, today, that's, that's the way. That's the way it always works. <laughs> I have never seen another system implemented here not one time. So I, uh, I, I, I would have no reason than, to, uh, than other to believe that, uh, that everything is working smoothly. Uh, the big story of the day... Is Ohio State. Oh. And Urban Meyer <laughs> and his wide receiver coach, what Urban Meyer knew, when he knew it, who he didn't tell it to, and whatnot. So I've asked our very good friend, co-worker, Mark Munch Bishop, Munch on Ohio Sports, weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app, normally with us on Fridays more, Friday mornings at 7 a.m., still will be tomorrow. But this is Urban Meyer in Ohio State, and nobody knows Ohio State football better than Munch. So I asked Munch to j- join us at seven o'clock. We're gonna get we're gonna get this Urban Meyer stuff figured out on a real like what's going on level. So let me just tell you where I'm approaching Urban Meyer from today. So just so those of you that might not know, a wide receiver coach had some domestic violence issues with his wife. The ex-wife now is claiming that she had texted multiple people within the university. Urban's wife, as a matter of fact, was one of them. Urban's kind of claiming, yeah, I didn't really know. Now it turns out. This problem goes all the way back to when they were at Florida, and there was an issue there. Now, I guess charges weren't officially filed then, uh, you know what I mean? Or, you know, he wasn't officially charged in Florida. But, you know, this kind of stuff. Where there's smoke, there's probably some fire. And there's been, I guess there was nine calls to a police department with the, between this couple in two years, something like that. So there's something going on here, right? And I think you'd have to be an idiot to think that a grown man's wife got texted something and the wife didn't tell him, especially when his livelihood is tied to it. Hey, Urban, did you know about this? One of your coaches has this going on, and since you're the head coach, you might want to know this. I don't believe Urban Meyer's wife didn't tell him anything. Okay, Now, I understand that under today's standard of the way we do this stuff, that Urban Meyer has to go. You can't be like you can't be looking for the reason why Urban Meyer gets to stay. I saw that yesterday on Twitter a lot. Well, if you want to believe her story, then you got to believe these eleven people didn't say anything. Yeah, I do believe those eleven people wouldn't say anything. I absolutely do that. We've seen enough of these kind of stories across the country before, where enough people have kept their mouth shut because they were afraid of their own situation, or you know what I mean, being the fall guy, or whatever the situation may be. We've seen enough people stay quiet and enough controversies. That's how controversies happen: is by people staying quiet. So yeah, I do believe that eleven people would would maybe not be the one to be like, I'm gonna, I'm ringing the alarm on this, right? And I understand that under today's standard of what we have for this stuff now, that Urban Meyer's got to go. But that's my question. You know, we see this a lot. People get fired for what they say, and what do you do? Well, First Amendment. We always fight the First Amendment for what it is you can say. I find it interesting that argument's never fought from, well, I don't have to say that. Doesn't my First Amendment right then guarantee me that I don't have to say anything I don't want to say either? Isn't that a little interesting? Because now the whole thing is, well, Urban had to then like say something. And people have been pointing this out. Which is, we understand why the standard is what it is. If you got a guy in your set that's doing this stuff, you got to like tell somebody you got to get him. We understand that. But football coaches are in a weird place now. 
because they run political entities. They run these, they run different things versus just X's and O's on the field. And if you want these guys responsible for that up and down on their staffs, that's fine. That's a valid opinion. But then shut up about how much money they make. Then Urban Meyer dessert, I don't know what he makes, but I know top tier guys in college can make eight, nine, ten million dollars a year. Right? So I'm guessing Urban makes somewhere around $8 million a year. I'm guessing it hovers somewhere right around there. Whatever it is, then he deserves it. If you're responsible for what's going on in the homes of every single one of your coaches, their wives, your players, then you deserve the money. If you're on the hook for this kind of stuff, then you deserve the money. Is he responsible for what happened in that home, or was he responsible for not saying something when he knew well, it about be, it? Well, and ends up being both because of what, what your inaction is, essentially. But do you believe, even if he founds out, finds out right away, fires the guy, that no ill will falls onto Urban Meyer? This isn't happening. He's not getting suspended. He's not getting fired. This story isn't happening. That's probably not happening. Now, he did the wrong thing here. I know what the standard is, but what's crazy to me is, is that we always want to per- try to protect the person who said something awful under the, well, First Amendment stands, Barry, but yet we never argue First Amendment about whether or not you should have to say something. But this isn't the government, right? I mean, like, isn't that what we always say about people who yell First Amendment is like, this doesn't have anything to do with that, right? Yeah, but I, I think there, there is something, like, I don't... Because this is not my point is that this is will not stop with these types of positions that eventually what we are trying to do is we are trying to make it to where if you know anything about anything, you better say something to somebody. Otherwise, now you're responsible. I don't think this stops with college coaches, Urban Meyer. Eventually, this is going to creep into our lives. I mean, he he's contractually like, obligated. Dude, if, like if I found out that you hit your girlfriend, I'm not telling our boss that. That's between you, her, and whatever. Like, that's not my responsibility. I, but technically, dude, you're my wide receiver coach. And I'm not telling, I'm not going to our boss that day and telling him is, that. Is that in your contract, though? Because it's in his contract that we, like he, he had to... He should go to the Title IX office. For, like I said, under the way it's set up now, he's got to go. I'm not arguing him for his say. He's got to go. Enough of stuff happened here where he's got to go. It's just, I don't know if I love... Are you going to our boss with anything that I've done? It. I don't know. It depends. I'm. So because I'm definitely not going to my boss about you from a text message my girlfriend got. So at this point, it's not. It's not where. It's not whether there is a line. We agree there is a line there that if you cross it, you've gone too far. It's just where is that line for different people? I mean. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, if there's some stuff you're like, yeah, dude, I got to tell, I got to tell. And then there's some stuff you don't have to tell. I think everyone's going to have a different line there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, th- that is true. And it, because it, I don't want to just blanket statement say there's nothing you could do where I wouldn't go because then somebody's going to spend all day going, Sansbury said you wouldn't go and rat Fantone out for this. Well, in Ohio State, as the employer, I think has to have a clear cut, this is what our line is. If you do not report, I think it was, I can't remember what the exact term was, intimate violence or something like that. It wasn't domestic violence in there, but it was there was something. There was sexual harassment, sexual abuse, all these different things in the Title IX thing where he was contractually obligated. Now, the, the, the employer has a right to say in their contracts, this is where our line is, right? Yeah. I, I, I can't. I, one of the big things I tried to do yesterday was separate. You know how we always talk about you got to separate your fandom. You have to yeah. separate your fandom. What I tried to do yesterday was separate my hate. 
I really do, dude. I hate Ohio State, despise Ohio State. And as this was breaking, there was a little bit of me that was like, dude, I'm going to victory lap on these fools tomorrow. But then I was like, dude, no, that's not what this is about. Like, you kind of have to go in there, separate your fandom, understand and look at this from a third-party perspective. I can't come up with why he isn't in the wrong here. He knew this was his case. Dude, this is a wide receiver coach, too. I I, I I don't want to say it would be okay if this was a star quarterback or anything like that, but I can understand why you take a bullet for somebody who's essentially irreplaceable. Well, no, no there, there, well, there's another link here. Are you unaware? The wide receiver coach apparently is the grandson of somebody who mentored Urban Meyer. Oh. There's a, there's, yeah, there's, there's, I did a, not know that. Yeah, there's a, the, apparently this coach is the grandson of somebody who's very important to Urban Meyer. Because all day yesterday, I'm like, why are you taking That's the why. bullet? Why are you, why would you, because, dude, you're making, like you said, I think it's, I think it's almost $8 million a year. That I was going to say, making. it's got to, dude, I know Nick Saban's getting paid 10, so it's got to be close. A huge sum of money here. And like, why would you take that bullet for somebody? That's man? why. There's a connection. There's, 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 there's I, I forget the guy's name, but there's like, the, he's the grandson of somebody who's super important to Urban Meyer's career. I understand and I don't agree with, but I understand the win-at-all-cost mentality of like, well, dude, yeah, I'm going to cover it up for the quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to cover it up for the guy that's going to, you know, rush 300 yards or whatever, but when it comes to, when it comes to a coach, dude, fire that guy, bring somebody else in here. I Yeah, I again, I and, and I do believe, maybe I want to believe, that if it were not for that personal connection, which actually kind of makes it worse, that that's probably what Urban Meyer would have done. Which actually, like I just said, I think that actually does make it a little bit worse. I don't understand the other thing. Like, the people who don't hate Ohio State, but who are jumping up and down for joy, like, because they hate Urban... Like, I saw a guy yesterday on Twitter. Oh, I hate Urban Meyer. This makes me so happy. What do you hate about Urban Meyer? The winning? The dominance? Every single program he's ever gone to wins? Every single dude, he made Tim Tebow look like an NFL quarterback. Is that what you hate about Urban Meyer? The dominance, the winning. What's the hate about Urban Meyer outside before this scandal? What was the hate about Urban Meyer? The winning. And by the way, the most underreported angle of all of this is how lucky, how lucky did Jim Harbaugh at Michigan just get? Yeah, dude, those chickens, dude. Who cares? Who cares about those chickens? Well, the chicken, yes. But now, you take what people consider to be the best division in college football right now, the Big Ten, and you remove Urban Meyer. Jim Harbaugh is the best coach in the division by a mile, by a mile. Where in a sport where coaching is ninety percent of it, Michigan wins a national title inside of three years. Now, if without Urban Meyer, if he doesn't come back from this. They're a shoe in to win a national championship now. Now you can talk to me about ah, they still got to you know you know eventually get to Alabama that whole thing. Fine, but a Big Ten championship's assured for Jim Harbaugh now. You take the best coach, dude. You take it's the dude. Urban Meyer is the not only is he the best coach in the Big Ten, he is the second best coach in football, right behind Nick Saban, and some would argue maybe even better. You would need somebody that knows more about college football than I do to tell you who would be right on that one. But for my money, I like Urban Meyer on the sideline. I said when they played Oregon, remember? Oh, Oregon's going to stomp him. And I had just moved home from there, and I said, nope, Urban Meyer's going to have his team ready to go. We're going to play Big Ten football. We'll smack Oregon in the mouth, and we'll win. Sure enough, what happened? That's exactly what happened. But under today's standard, he's got to go. He does. This is the standard. This is what we've asked now. We've asked for 100% purity up and down out of the human being. (laughs) I mean, good luck.
I mean, I can barely say it with a straight face. Good luck. Because that's not who the human being is. I've told you. Your Bible has told you. Evil lurks in the heart of all men now. Been trying to tell you. But under today's standard, he's got to go. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Guys, hang on. The Stansberry Show. Rock 1069. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. Okay. I, uh, I I forgot about social media. <laughs> so when I said to Fantone, no, I forgot. When I said to Fantone, yeah, I forget who the connection to the player is. We're glazing over it for people who don't really care about sports on that kind of level. The connection to the wide receiver coach and Urban Meyer was Earl Bruce. This is kind of one of those things that when you're not talking like full on in depth about the actual what what happened here, you just kind of glaze over that stuff for the people who are just trying to get to work. But I had forgotten now, and that I forgot that I was going to be like the biggest idiot ever if you don't lay it all the way out. So let's address a few things that I took during the break about Urban Meyer. This was a big one. What about innocent until proven guilty, Stansberry? Maybe Urban Meyer was collecting more information. Okay, I understand from where that theory comes from. The problem with it is the letter of the law on the college campus as I understand it. Again, let me say that part again. As I understood it. Is that if you hear anything, no matter how flimsy, you were to call the Title IX office who kind of handles this stuff on the campus and say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I don't know, but this is what I'm hearing. Urban Meyer did not do that. Um, And literally, all he had to do the other day was not say definitively, I didn't know anything about this. Like, yeah. had he not just done that, the cover-up always worse than what you did. And especially in this sense of, like, Urban Meyer didn't beat this woman up. No. Like, domestic violence is terrible. There's no question about it. But if he would he didn't throw a punch. If he would have just done what was right and what was, he was contractually obligated to do, he could have avoided all these problems all here. A lot like, sure. uh, Right. Now, would there have been a little bit of, like, OSU still hired a wife beater? Sure. But you fired him and you moved but, on. and but, like Yeah, you got over it. But once you start covering, what are, what are you doing, Can't man? Can't do it. Also, OSU fans, and I'm going to say this to Munch, and I'm worried he's going to melt my face off when I do, because I have no idea where he's coming at for this. I haven't read anything from him yet. We might need to check up on that. I, uh, <laughs> right. But Ohio State fans, you want Urban Meyer to get fired. You want Urban Meyer to go. Right now, you're so mad. You're fiery, Matt. You don't even know. No, I don't. don't no, I don't. You're, you're so pissed. But yes, you do want Urban Meyer to go. You know why? Because that's a national championship roster. And it will be probably for another year, year and a half, two years, maybe even three seasons. And if you get another halfway decent coach, it's all about recruiting. You might even get kids who will still want to come there because of the brand of Ohio State. But if Urban Meyer wins a national championship at Ohio State, it's tainted. You think anybody's going to talk about how you won a national championship? No. The wife beater did it. The guy who supported the wife beater did it. It's a tainted championship. Dude, with a team this talented, get the guy out of there. So just in case you happen to win it, then let it let the kids celebrate and actually have a national championship versus having it shadowed over the, the nonsense. Get him out of there. At what point does this become an issue for this year? What what point do guys start decommitting? Week two. At what point? I, I mean, dude, we're, not even, we're not even in the season yet. If you're going to do something, if you're going to transfer, now is the time. I think you're going to see a couple of kids get scared and bolt. You're definitely going to have a couple of kids whose families want to be the families who make the noise about we're going to leave Ohio State because of this issue and we're not going to allow our son to play for a university. Like, you're going to see that one of the, at least one or two families is going to want to be the ones on social media making this, like, a, about them. I'm guessing, just because a lot of people do that with every situation. They kind of, like, interject themselves, want to make it about them. So I'm guessing we're going to see one or two of those. 
Um, decommit as far as like not being able to recruit kids ne- the next year, year after, you know, years to come. I don't buy it. It's Ohio State. It's always going to be Ohio State. There's a reason why it's Ohio State, and it's because it's the brand. It's just always been that way. Um, any of these big time college brands get revitalized, you know, pretty easily. Michigan was down in the dumps forever. You hire Jim Harbaugh. Next thing you know, you win ten games. You know what I mean? It's like it's once you're a brand, you're a brand. And I think Ohio State can't. Ohio State's big enough to come back from this for sure. It's just a shame because if you give me the list of every college coach out there, Urban Meyer would be at the very top of my higher list. Um, I think jumping out in front of Urban Meyer, and I think the reason Ohio State fans could probably feel pretty good about this, doesn't this just seem like the natural return point of Jim Trestle, right? I mean, he got fired, what, 10 years ago? And now it's like, just bring him back. He's at YSU right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't that just seem? Wow. Doesn't that just seem like the obvious? I never thought of it. Wow, dude, that's what we're asking, Munch. Wow, what a question. I, uh, man, I got to sit and think on that one. Putting this all in the rearview mirror now. When Ohio State and Jim Tressel, the tattoos are the merchandise for yeah. tattoos. My whole take with that was you knew the rules. Like, I do I agree with the rules? That rule's no. so dumb. Do I agree with the rules? No, but you knew the rules. I mean, I think yeah, I but think, stack next to this. But I yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is I think weed should be legal. But if you get arrested and you you're get, still going right, to jail, you're still going to jail. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. It if I think the law's dumb. Yeah, you can't look at the judge and be like, yeah, but I think I think it's stupid. Yeah, but no. but so that was yeah. But you stack that next to this and and Tressel got fired. I don't see how Urban does it. Oh, I, I Urban's, don't see it. Dude, Urban's getting fired, guys. Like, come on. The standard is, you can't and again, like I say, now you gotta want it. You gotta want it. You, this is the fan base you gotta be. This is the, you gotta look back at the rest of the country and say, no, we want Urban Meyer out because we are Ohio State and our standard is higher. That's why we are Ohio State and that's why we are champions. That's what, dude, if you don't handle this that way, then everything, then all your fandom is for naught. Then all your fandom is about doing keg stands in your garage because your wife moved the big screen out there and you wish you went to college. Then that's what your fandom's about. The, um, this is a greater point, I think, of college football as a whole here, but the fandom isn't about the integrity of the program never. or the high standards. It's, it's never the winning. About that. It's, it's the winning and that's the thing. And you, you know, obviously sitting here in Stark County, I understand the importance of football and what it means to a community, but what, you got to stand up for something. I mean, I'm not trying to put this in Penn State perspective because those are two different things, but at the end of the day, you're still putting something, a morally reprehensible behavior in my well, opinion. Well, they're different activities, but the, but, the, but, the, but the facts remain a little bit the same, which is you can't convince me that nobody knew. You can't convince me that coaching staffs that are together 18 hours a day, these wives are all buddied up together. They all do charity. You can't convince me as text message. You first of all, you can't convince me that if we can if we can prove there was a text message to Urban's wife, there is no way Urban's wife does not tell him about that text message. Now, does she have plausible deniability here, though? I mean, may, is there because I'm starting to think. Well, like maybe in a movie, the wife is so smart that she knows. Well, I'll give him the plausible deniability by not telling him. A little built in there, okay. Like an excuse. I mean, dude, here's the thing: like, you don't reach jobs like that without a team. And, and she, your wife's part of your team. She is really a part of his team, from what I read yesterday. It's not even like it's not even like, oh yeah, your wife's your partner. Oh yeah, that's what we all say. Like she is legit. Like she's a nurse. She's like a nurse well, on campus, dude. Most guys. Or this something. is and and no, this is how you. I think you can know that I'm telling you the truth as a guy who stands here who isn't married. But I think most guys who really make it, and Urban's really made it. 
I believe that it's not just their talent, that it is because they're the kind of guy who actually does make their wife part of the team. Because, dude, it's a lot, and you need somebody to balance it with. Good decision-making, just like a quarterback, just like Give a president. Give me an outside perspective. Just like a head coach. Like You you have to have the good decision-making, and of course I your, agree. your life partner is going to be a part of that process. If you so, married yeah, properly, if you married smart, your wife can help you a great deal in a lot of what you're doing. If you married right. Now, if you just married because she's hot and kind of crazy and a little good in bed and this and that, then then don't run anything by her. You know what I mean? Don't run anything by her. You know? But if you married right, your wife should be part of your team and she could help you. So maybe is there a little bit like she was like, I'm not telling him, but I don't know. I, I I would think that their entire life is wrapped up in this, and her inclination would be like, you know what, dude, my entire life is about the fact that my husband is Urban Meyer, right. and he doesn't get to be Urban Meyer if this brings us down. Let's tell on this dude. So, so let's, let's tell let's on Urban, him. go tell what, on this what dude. What are we waiting yeah, for? I, I believe it probably was more that way, but of course, I was not there. I do not know. More Stansberry Show is right around the corner. We'll get Munch in on Urban Meyer. That will be at 7 o'clock on Rock 1069. God damn it, dude. I swear to God. Like, this is the best job in the world, except for the fact that there's social media and it's now effing exhausting. Unfortunately, dude, I got to throw you under the bus and I don't want to. I'll take it. I was trying to glaze over and make the Urban Meyer conversation as fast as humanly possible. So I was like, yeah, I kind of forget the connection to Urban Meyer, but he, this kid's special to him for some reason. And you kept coming back. And so I was like trying to glaze. So I said, I forgot the connection. People are like, the news doesn't say they forget the connection. They say, it's like, well, last two weeks ago when I was, when I was telling people about Josh Gordon, I wasn't the news and I don't have sources because I'm just a fan. And, and now all of a sudden, because I say this, because I'm trying to glaze over something quickly. Now all of a sudden I'm the news. man, dude, you guys, dude, honestly, Twitter's like women. It just moves that goalpost into the cut until they win the argument. You just keep moving the goalpost every time. It's so funny to me. So now guys, just so you know, I've been on Earl Bruce's ancestry page. I know every goddamn thing there is. You bring those flashcards up here on Earl Bruce, bitch. I'm ready to go. I'll handle the radio. It's like yesterday a guy said to me, you know, your sports guy's normally on on Friday. Yeah, dude, I'll handle the radio show. You handle <laughs> listening to the podcast and paying attention on Twitter. Good grief, people. Get my boy all worked up. All right, oh, my dude. God. No, I, I, dude, again, again, you know why it is? It's because Buckeye fans are the worst. We are the worst. Jeez. If this was happening at Michigan... You would want Jim Harbaugh decapitated, oh, not yeah, fired, deca- decapitated. Oh, yeah. And people are not, well, her interview doesn't sound all that compelling. And her parents told her told, told people not to tell. Okay, so Urban Meyer makes $8 million a year. He's going to risk it on her parents going, yeah, it's not, uh, that, that's not anything. No, no, that's $8 million a year, dog. That's head coach at OSU, dog. I'm doing whatever it takes to keep that gig, which is what Urban Meyer did, by the way. He thought not telling somebody is what was going to help him keep the gig. That's exactly what he did, which was dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. The rule is, if you hear anything, no matter how flimsy, you pick up the phone, you call the Title IX office. It's cut and dried. It's It's in writing. It's in the handbook. He didn't do it. Simple. There's no context here. There's no layers here. There is, you are to do this, did not do it. Now, it's not his responsibility to go and investigate that did this did or did not happen. He is not the investigator. All he would have to do is report it, and then the university would take it from there, where they would have an investigation. And if it was found out that the Zach Smith did not beat his wife, 
then everything would have been like, okay, well, then we have no issues here. What you heard was false. No, no harm, no foul. Nobody's getting injured here. If you well, another re- big thing was not to tell people you knew nothing about right, it. Right, 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 right. That's the thing is, dude, you start covering this up. So now we got two things here. We got the not calling the title nine office and you telling people you didn't know anything about it. That's two. Two strikes. Again, if this were Jim Harbaugh, you'd be looking for his head to be sliced off on ESPN. But it's Urban Meyer. It's Ohio State. You won a national championship. so God, Dude, I actually had a guy say this to me this morning. Well, it's not kid. It, it, dude, nobody had sex with kids, so I don't care. Let Urban coach. Yikes. So if, I guess, Yikes. I mean, is that going to be the standard of football now? Is that's that ugly. like that's, I'm sorry, that's ugly. You can just do whatever, and like as long as it wasn't child banging, then you're fine. I was, I was like, dude, you wrote that down. Wow, dude. Wow. <laughs> like, you wrote that wow. down. It's one thing to think it. It's another thing to say it in a bar. It's a, it's a third thing to write it down. That's crazy. Because that's not going to be the standard of where you work. And you people got to be careful. That's what I'm saying. You got to be careful of what you're doing now. Because you think this ends with Urban Meyer? You think the the you sort of know something? You heard a rumor? You heard the, and you didn't tell it? You think this ends with sports figures? No, this is coming to an office near you. For sure it is. You, dude, guys, I'm just telling you, man. We are headed for some crazy places. And it, it, at least at this point. You can't say, well, I'm not contractually obligated to. Urban Meyer signed the contract. He knew what he was getting himself into. This is commonplace stuff here. Like you can't you can't be you can't be ignorant in, in, in when you need to be. Like, oh sorry, I didn't know. It's like, dude, you're the head coach of Ohio State. You, you know, know? Can, you know what? Colin Coward always says this. You don't get to be conveniently stupid. Oh, I didn't know. You know, ah. he's like, you know, like when Bill Belichick was getting in, you know, looked I, into it and he's like, oh, well, I don't know what's going on. It's like, Bill, you know everything that's going on in the building. You can't say you didn't know what was going on here. You don't get to be conveniently stupid. That was always his thing. And he's right. You don't get to be super intelligent, buttoned up, win national championships, be the best recruiter there is, get all this stuff, but then just be like, this is the one no. part that you didn't Like, I guys, know. come on. Come on. I want Urban Meyer to stay, too, because he's the second best coach in college football, arguably the best. So, of course, I want him on the sideline. And if it were up to me, do I care what happened? No. Ultimately, not really. Do I think Greg Smith should coach there? No. Do I love the standard of, you know, Urban Meyer didn't say anything, so now he's got to go? I'll be honest with you. No, not really. I really don't. But I understand that that's the way it probably should be. I don't particularly love it, but if that's the way it should be, then that's the way it should be. I also know more, what do I always say? I don't care about what should be. I care about what will be. And what will be is, this is the standard. And more importantly is, this isn't the first time a coach has gotten in trouble. It's not like Urban Meyer's in uncharted waters here. He knew how this was going to end up if this blew up in his face and did what he did anyway. He is a grown man with gray hair on his head. He doesn't get to be like, well, I don't know. I'm a victim now. Like, guys, come on now. Again, if this is any other coach, especially if it, was, if it were Michigan, you'd be up in our pitchforks in your hands. Ann Arbor's still a whore. I know. I know. You don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. I know. But this is happening to your university now, so you got to hold your standard across the line, guys. You just do. I'm sorry. You do. I'm still trying to figure out where the gain was in hiding this for him. Was it just that loyalty? Was it just that, like, I, this this kid's grandpa meant so much to me and so much to the university that I'm going to... Because, dude, we're talking about eight million plus dollars dude that's 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 why how could you how could you risk that how could you roll the dice on that 
for, for a wide receiver coach. Think about the things you and your... I, I see what you're saying. But think about the things people listening to us right now are going to go to work and ignore, not tell on, not see, not report, that are wrong every day to protect the money they make, which is a hell of a lot less than $8 million. Now, I could argue, and probably rightfully so, that you need your job more than Urban Meyer needs that job at Ohio State. Urban Meyer's going to coach football again somewhere. We know that how this works. Like I always said, like Roseanne's going to be back on TV, too. It's a, dude, this will all come back around. As a matter of fact, people are already speculating. Is he the next coach of the Cleveland Browns? And I got to tell you, if that's the way this all shakes out, maybe we all win in the end. Probably shouldn't joke about that, given the severity of the issues that were at hand here. But if it were Jim Harbaugh, you wouldn't be telling me the woman who's accusing the wide receiver coach doesn't sound credible. Guys, come on now. Come on. You're doing your investigative journalism on your phones while you're at work. You're doing all that investigative journalism trying to do the mental gymnastics that makes it okay for Urban to stay, which is your brain telling you you know deep down inside it's not if he does. Munch will explain it all for us as we continue an hour and a half's worth of Urban Meyer (laughs) to my boss's dismay on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We normally do this Fridays at 7, but a big, huge story is happening, so we decided to do it today as well. We're going to have my good buddy, Mark Munch Bishop. Munch on Ohio Sports. Weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350. You can hear him everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Munch, uh, I know this to be true. Having been to the shoe with you, um, there is no bigger ambassador of Ohio State football than Mark Munch Bishop. I dude, I have been to the shoe with you. I do honestly, for those of you that don't know Munch personally, when Munch is in Columbus, this is a true story. His feet never touch the ground. They just carry Come him. on, Danny. They just do they put him on dude. As soon as you go into the shoe, they get him on the shoulders and they just walk him around the track. He gets the dude, he's got the best seat in the house. Munch can legitimately walk on water in Columbus, and that's why I wanted to have you on today. Because Urban, thanks, bro. I, I'm honored. Urban, and, you know, not just a not just a football program, but of course, uh, Mrs. Munch, a yeah. graduate of the pharmacy school at Ohio State. Uh, I'm undergrad and grad school there. I have a daughter who will be a senior and a son who will be a freshman. So there is more support than uh, just on the great iron. So yes, obviously, you're very tied in with the university. So Urban Meyer, we know, head coach of the Buckeye football team. Had a wide receiver coach that had uh, some indiscretions and some uh, some issues that were happening, some domestic violence type stuff that was going on. There were text messages to the staff, and Urban Meyer didn't tell anybody. Now, the theory is is he's kind of like, well, I didn't know anything. But then I'm then if I'm to believe that, then what I would have to believe uh, from what I've seen reported would then I would have to believe that a woman who got a text message, being Urban Meyer's wife then did not tell her husband about a text message she got. Now, you're, I'm not married, but you are. My best guess is is those are conversations you are going to have with your spouse, correct? There's no doubt. And, and Dad, take it a step further. Uh, Courtney Smith, the uh, ex-wife, thank God, of Zach Smith, yes. she sent text messages of photos of her battered and bruised face and what happened to other, excuse me, to other wives on the staff, too. And I've got to tell you this. Zach Smith was an assistant coach at that time. Dan, I'm pretty sure that Urban Meyer knows, okay? Yeah. Munch gets up uh, twice a night to relieve himself, okay? He goes right. back to bed. Knows everything about his staff. 
here's what this is going to come down to, Dan, and it's a dang shame. And didn't we learn this, and Matt, didn't we learn this as little kids? You just don't lie. Yeah. When he was asked at the meetings, if he knew about it, think about this. I'm not thinking of ways out. Because, indeed, I don't see how Urban Meyer can. I don't want people to drive off the road because I saw some people say to you, Dan, that I was going to honk and show for this one. If, indeed, you know, everything coming down is 100% legit. And there's a cadre of big-time former players that are going to Urban Meyer's defense now saying he did not know. He told them that we believe him. But, you know, think about this. If, indeed, this is true and he did lie and it looks like it, he can no longer coach there. But when this came down, when he was asked at the Big Ten meetings in the past, did you know about this? Could you imagine the looks on a reporter's faces if he would have said, yes, I did? Yeah, well, that's true. They're disarmed right away because he told the truth. They weren't looking for the truth. But then secondly, he comes back. Of course, the next question is going to be, why did you allow this to remain? Well, it's simple. Who gave Urban his start in the business? The late, great Earl Bruce, making him a graduate assistant. Zach Smith is Earl Bruce's godson. Okay, Earl's his, or, I'm sorry, grandson. Not God, it's heavier. Yeah, yeah, his no, blood. Yeah, yeah, his grandson. grandfather. Yeah. All he would say is, I was, you know, it, it was wrong of me, but I was trying to give Zach the benefit of the doubt because of Earl. Simple as that. I was wrong, made a mistake. Zach's a bad egg. Bingo. Would be way you know better. what? It's over. Right then and there. Tell the freaking truth. Would be way better. Now, Munch, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the standard on college campuses, isn't the rule that if you hear anything, no matter how flimsy, you were to pick up the phone and call the Title IX office and at least let them know, hey, I don't know what's going on here, but I did hear this, and I know I'm supposed to get you guys involved. I just want to coach football. You guys get this figured out. And he didn't do that. So if we have them on that alone, it's enough to dismiss them as the head coach in today's society of what the standard is, right? Yes, it is. And, you know, and sadly, and, and he's a dear, dear friend, not Urban. I'm an acquaintance of Urban. I will not you know, tell you someone's a dear friend if they're not, but Jim Trestle is. And to this day, I've, I told you I've talked to uh, Highway Patrol. I've talked to Columbus Police. I've talked to FBI. I've talked to the Franklin County Prosecutor. All Jim had to do was call someone legally and say, hey, you know what, my kids are doing this and that. What can we do about this? And bang, it ends right there. There's sometimes, you know what? But the thing is this, and again, please don't make me think that I condone any type of violence towards a woman because you know how I stand on that. You lose your card, you'd never, ever touch right. a female. But the bottom line, too, in all this is that, think about this, Zach Smith was not even that good of a coach. He was, on the, he was with Urban because of his ties to Earl. And it's like, that's what's, you know, just so, it makes it even more disgusting to get, uh, you know, was Urban covering up because of Earl? Well, we'll never know. And if he was, he could have used that 100-fold. Was he a shoulder shrug? If so, that puts him as despicable as Art Bryles and some of the vermin that have run college football programs. And I will say that. Down at Baylor, yeah. Munch, honestly, man, I thought about you yesterday as this was all kind of breaking, and I kind of felt bad just in the sense of you do bleed scarlet and gray. First person I thought for of. For better or for First worse, person. dude, that is yeah. that is who you are. That is what you do. And this is, man, it's a disgrace to the university. It's a disgrace to what people love and a disgrace to what people hold very highly. And I'm glad you bring up your friend, and I did not know this, but a friend of yours, uh, Coach Jim Tressel right there. Yesterday, he hosted the, uh, the McKinley Bulldogs at YSU, and I saw something presented, and I want to ask you, um, 
if this is all correct and, you know, Co- Coach Urban Meyer is fired and the, the, the Buckeyes are looking for a new head coach, is there any chance that Jim Tressel's on that list? You know what? They would call him. However, Jim is on a mission. Jim is to make how to make Youngstown State one of the finest universities. Talking about people don't realize, and we've got them right there too in our area, is that for their engineering program, and believe it or not, their arts program and uh, dance, Youngstown State is not parallel. No, I don't believe Jim would want, quote-unquote, that again. He had that job. It was his dream job. Uh, he's got a commitment. Now, I do not see that happening in any way, shape, or form. Guys, we just got to tell the truth. That's all. That's yeah. all. It's not hard. It's the easiest thing to do. So let me ask you then, Munch, the, nat- the natural question then, if it's not Trestle, then who is next in line to take over the reins at Ohio? Because this is not just some college. This is the Ohio State University. There's, there's like a handful of these. You know, Alabama, Ohio State's one of them. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's blue bloods in college football, and we're definitely one of them. So this is a great job to get. So it can't just be some guy who should be an athletic director somewhere. I'll make him a coach. Like, you got to get a name. So who's the name? Right now, you know, I've been asked that uh, from Phoenix to Portland to Albuquerque to New York City over the last 20, well, less sure. than 24 hours when this broke. I do not have one for you right now. I don't really care for uh, Shiano as a head coach. Of course, he's on the staff. Uh, Kevin Wilson, I like them in their coordinator roles. Uh, Ryan Day, the offensive coordinator, the, he's like the young up-and-coming kid. I'm sure right now on the staff, he would be the best choice, but no, no. You, like you said, you don't put you know a name like that in place of a university. And again, Dan, not being a Buckeye redneck, as my father-in-law would call me, but there are two top at the top of the heap right now. It's Saban and Meyer, and right now yeah. Saban stands alone. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of names. I will tell you this: had he not gone to the pros, first call I would have made would have been to John Gruden. There's your profile guy. He actually was on his way to Columbus. A lot of people do not know that. When Earl got let go, and uh, he just said, nah, I, I want to be with my family. I want to spend time with them and take it from there. Uh, this is an intense one. And it, the, the worst part, of course, you got to remember, is Courtney Smith. What happened to her? I mean, back in Gainesville, this man beat her when she was over two months pregnant on her anniversary. This, 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 is, this is a low life. And to perpetrate anything that he did makes you complicit to what he did. So that's uh, Mark Munch Bishop, Munch on Ohio Sports. Catch him weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the Free Our Heart Radio app. I do have one more for you, Munch, before I let you go. Yes, sir. Uh, the natural question is, is like everybody knows, college football, it's like 85%, 90% coaching. And even though we got a great roster down there with the Buckeyes this year, and they were poised to win a national championship this year. Do you believe this affects the on-the-field play? Does it, are, are, are they, do they have any shot now to win a title, or, like, or, or is this going to blow up the season, do you think? Do you know what? They still would have a shot. I mean, the depth on this roster, I was told, that by, and not by Ohio State people, by people looking in that were frightened to see their team, the only thing that could stop them was, quote-unquote, too much Hocus pocus by some of the assistant coaches, okay? Let them play. Go from there. You're throwing a couple of Tate Martell packages on down the line. How could it not affect him? Because as we said earlier, you know, you got Saban, you have Urban, one of the two greatest coaches 
in college football. That includes recruiting, too. Dabo Swinney has worked his way up a little bit. But, uh, my golly, yeah, it will have to affect the team in some way, shape, or form. There's Mark Munch, Bishop Munch on Ohio Sports weekdays at 3, Fox Sports 1350, everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app, and you'll hear him again tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, right here on Rock 106.9. Munch, thank you so much for being flexible with me today, man. I love you. Pleasure, brothers. Much love to you and all your listeners. Again, look at all the great stuff going on. Bridgestone, the Hall of Fame, and sadly... Urban Meyer. We've got despicable things like this. Take care, guys. Have a great afternoon, Munch. Instagram and Facebook now are going to give you something that's going to help you rat yourself out. I can't make sense of it. That's next on Rock 106.9. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Yo, guys, fans, I'm from the Stansberry Show here. Honor Fighting Championship, bringing MMA action back to the flats. That's right. It is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night at Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now, listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out. So go get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked, and it includes friend of the Stansberry Show, uh, the Vanilla Gorilla Nick Year. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at Fight Night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com. Rock 106.9. Oh, my dear God. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. I have worked at a, uh, I've worked at a couple of different radio stations. Yeah. And, uh, one of them, I was not a real big fan of. I uh, never heard of this one. Tell me I, about uh, it. I, I always say that year was like my own personal, like it was like a custom tailored Vietnam for me. Okay, you know, which I probably should not equate something like that to. That that's probably disrespectful. But you take my point that it was just like, <sighs> and I just read this, and I actually went so far as to like look at the article to make sure the guy's not dying because I, I didn't want to get up on my hill about it if the guy's dying. But he's just stepping away because he's leaving Ohio. But one of my least favorite people, as far as like on the air goes, that, that I've ever had to like call a coworker, there was two, and they both work at that radio station. But one of them signed off for the last time Saturday night house party with Mr. Classic. Oh my dude, if there's one thing, dude, the dude, Mr. Classic's voice. Yeah. Like the dude, when I worked there, it was just like I can't, I, I can't believe. It's like I woke up in the twilight zone. Like where the hell am I? What is this place? The people are dustier than the records. The hell are we doing? Oh, dude, that guy's dude, Mr. Classic. Oh, dude, Jesus. Ugh. Yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> that, that that's a win for everybody involved. I feel like sign off one last time. Do it. Sign off. I read the article at their at their website. He's hanging up the headphones one last time. Difficult news for us to hear. But he's got big plans, Mr. Classic does. Who cares? Who exactly cares? Right. Who cares? Exactly right. Big plans. What are they? A dozen donuts, maybe? Ugh. 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 Yeah, dude, that was dude, that year. <laughs> dude, I used to cry in the shower going to that job every morning. That's how bad it was. A grown man crying in the shower about how miserable he was. That's not hyperbole, people. That happened. Ugh, God, dude, like sometimes in the middle of the night, I'll just wake up out of pure fear that they're going to send me there again, that I'm going <laughs> to have to do it, that I was bad, and it's like you go back to radio purgatory where you were bad. Oh, the chills that go down my body over there.
So Instagram now and Facebook, the social media platforms, the two big ones, I think, at least in my life, are Instagram and Facebook, uh, maybe even Twitter too. But these two are going to give you another option in your, uh, in your apps that I'm not sure you want. And that I think ultimately will work against what they want, which is you using these products. What they're going to give you is a new dashboard where users can have the option to, def- to be able to figure out how long you've been using that app for certain periods. Meaning you'll be able to check and say, okay, I, uh, I'll, I was on Facebook X amount of hours this day. Okay, so then you can pull it out to the week, to the month, to the year, essentially. You can pick the period of time. Oh, oh, And it'll oh. tell you how long it is. America does not want this, bro. No, see, I think this is... Does really, not. I see, okay, again, you and I are going to agree here then. I find this to be really, really stupid, and I, I think it probably goes against what Facebook and, and Instagram really want, which is you using the product more. I feel like this is one of those things they're being kind of maybe dragged into doing because of, you know, you bear a responsibility of the end consumer of, like, how much they're abusing the product you supply to them, which I disagree with. This, to me, is very much like how a casino doesn't put a clock in the casino. Because they want you rolling the dice, homie. They, they don't want you to know right. when it's noon. Right. They don't, they don't need you to know that the sun's going down or the sun's coming up no. or whatever the case is. Pump no. the oxygen in. Keep the temperature right. Make sure no clocks. Keep them trapped in here. Maze. You don't even know how to find the elevator in those damn places. I wonder. I wonder if this will be enough for people to start restricting themselves and cutting back because to me this is a little bit the calorie count on the menu board where like yeah in practice or in, in, in theory it seems like is that working in theory well i think it's a little still too too early for us to really make a call on that Probably too early to call but in theory yeah that would help you out but i think that in practice it is going to be very easy just a Whatever, I'm not paying attention to that. Well, if you have the option to look at it or not, if you have the option to install it or not, then no. And my guess is that if you're the kind of person that's cautious, that, that is concerned enough about how much time you're spending on it, you're probably limiting yourself enough to begin mm, with. I think we're all very easy to be like... Not my problem. Well, that dude's got I'm a not, problem. I'm not that fat. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not right. that fat. I mean, I'm not, dude, you know, that does make me eat donuts sometimes. It does, dude. I mean, you walk around, you see people yeah. fatter than you, and that's a part of the problem is that we've all... Well, dude, if he's he's there and he's there and we I all know. live in Canton, like I, dude, I had to stop. Sh- I had to start shopping in North Canton instead of Tusk because I was like, nah, dude, I'm, I, dude, I already lapped all these people. You, and, you know, it's it's the two stereotypical cities, but like you look at people in New York and you look at people in L.A. and people in L.A. are skinny because there's skinny people in L.A. People yeah. in New York are fat because it's like, well, yeah, there's other fat people walking around well, because they sell condition by the <laughs> right, cart. right, right. So like, I'm gonna have to assume that. I, I think I would want these numbers, but I feel like my numbers are a little skewed because I use Facebook for work, so it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. You're really good at not being on social media when you're away from the office. I try not to, man. I try, dude, you're I've, really good. I've made a conscious effort of it, and there's bad that comes with that because it's like, well, are you less accessible than you should be to your to your audience? But well, luckily for you, you work with a guy that makes up way for that <laughs> on the other end. Yeah, I like, I, honestly, this is not a joke. As a show host, I'm way too accessible via social media. Way too much. Most people would tell you, pull back more, make them want more there's there's times and you'll get into it with people and i'm like man 
what are you doing, dude? Like, you're stressing yourself out. I can't and like, help it. I know, and it's just so, I like... I can't help it. I, I want to throw you this lifeline of, like, bro, just stop it and watch TV instead and just turn your phone off and you just can't. Dude, the problem is, is that bitches are at work all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> chicks are at work all day. I got nothing to do today. If it rains and I can't play golf and chicks are at work, what am I doing? Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, <laughs> Jaden James makes one, two, maybe three visits in an afternoon, and after and that, done. Dude, you go over three times a day. Like, you got... Problems. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That brings up an interesting point. I wonder when does porn sites start Never. doing this? When Never. does Pornhub bring no, this up? Dude, are you kidding me? If you showed me what that was, I think my computer <laughs> would just smoke. It's not gonna just. It's not gonna tell me to go outside. It's just gonna be like, yeah, we're over. Game over, man. It, yeah, it would just be that scene. Game over, man. Yeah, I can't imagine this is good for them. It will uh, will eventually give you your overall daily, like, this is like your your daily average. I can't wait for it, because honestly, at that point, shut up, America. Well, I'm so busy, I can't do anything, I don't have enough time. Great shut point. up, shut up, great America. Point. Yeah, dude, honestly, because it says here on average, most people waste about 45 minutes a day on Facebook. 45 minutes a day is the average for human beings. Keep telling me how you don't have time to go to the gym, y'all. You keep doing that. We all we do is lie. Your excuses, all of our excuses on everything are all BS. All of them are all fake. More Stansberry Show is available for you. I don't know why you'd want it, but <laughs> <laughs> it will be. It will be next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it. I love it. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. I, uh... I am not afflicted with this condition, and uh, and I'm thankful for it. Um, if there's one thing I'm happy about, I like the fact that I'm not like real hairy. Okay, like I <laughs> not no, what I, I expected, but I, I okay. Do. Like now, growing up, I was always like, "Where's the chest hair, man? Like I need right. some of this, right?" right. But you go from a point in life where it's like you feel like, "Dude, am I not a man? Like, <laughs> like I can't do this." To when you get older, you're like, oh, thank God. Right. Right. But apparently now we need like more butt wax. Butt wax. Okay. Tell me more, Stansberry. Tell me about this butt wax. Uh, more and happening? more men are bleaching and waxing their butts. Oh, all right. Now, uh, I happen to know a woman uh, in Las Vegas that uh, I used to uh, spend some time with. You most people would call her an ex. I do not, but most people probably would. Right. Uh, that was a heated bone of contention for her too. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. I wonder why you don't see her. That was uh, that was a heated that was a heated point for her too. But this is what she does for a living. She actually bleaches a holes oh. of a holes. Right. That's what she does. Like that's what she did. Right? right. And she would tell me all the time. That one of the reasons that she was a fan of me is that I am, I'm not necessarily, she's like, you're just hairy enough to know that that you are a man. Okay. But not so much that I'm like, oh God, you need to get this like taken care of. Yeah. I'm sure that's very much like, you know, the plumber comes home and his faucet's leaking. And it's like, son of a bitch. And I got to fix this again. Yeah. She probably didn't want to deal with but, hairy beehole. But apparently, dude, they now have like butt wax. Okay. You can uh, you can have to like to, to wear like I get I guess some guys don't want to necessarily get rid of it. It's more about sculpting and just like getting it to like lay down. Okay. So for some reason you still want the T Wolf ass cheeks, but <laughs> I don't get it. But well, okay. there's probably I mean 
I think that's probably where most, most manscaping should be. You don't want it just to be like untamed forest down there, but you also don't want to go full throttle bald either. No, no, no. The number of men who indulge in spa treatments overall has shot up 30% since 2005. Wow. Wow. 79% of men, they found out, of all sexual orientations admitted to having shaving below the belt at least once a month. That's probably about right. Probably should be. I mean, like, and when we say shaving, like I said, if we're talking about upkeep as opposed to like true to the heart shaving with shaving cream and a bic, like, well, yeah, you Dude, should be. The ultra hairy thing is freaky to me, man. Really? Like, yeah, like, so, <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> Tell us how you're uncomfortable, okay? Not that long ago, we went and played golf. Right. And I went and played golf with a bunch of guys I don't, with a group of people, and I didn't know any, I knew like two people. And I didn't know anybody else. So I'm being introduced to everybody, right? And this kid's like college aged. And he's got a beard, but right. the the actual like fat jowls of his neck, you can tell he shaved it that morning. Okay, and it looked like somebody cut a hole in carpet. <laughs> like that's like that's I mean like that's how thick he was. And like there was just hair coming up from his shirt. Yeah. And then like dude, he's putting his socks on in the parking lot, and there's just like vines coming from his toes. <laughs> and I was just like, dude. Then they put me in the cart with this dude, and I was just like, dude, why am I in here with Tarzan? I don't do. Get me out of here. You're right. That is something I'm glad that I don't necessarily have to deal with because like dude. You ever see like like buddies with like hair on their knuckles, like where it's going like up their fingers when like when you can see the like their shirt isn't on their body, it's like standing poofed up on their chest hair. Like, like Robin Williams? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, that seems awful. That like, really does. Like vest hair? Like when you got that, that's terrible. I can I can remember like in high school playing sports and one of my buddies was just super, super hairy, and like sweat would like catch in his like chest hair. It would like catch and like there would be like these like huge droplets of like sweat and it was just gag inducing dude uh. I mean like he like seriously like it was just like I, you could almost like wring it out and I can just remember being like oh my See, god that's this, gross this is really weird when I was growing up what a woman would have wanted was Magnum P.I. Short shorts, the balls coming right out of the bottom of them. You know what I mean? So you can check out the hair length on, on all parts of them, right? You get the bees hanging out of the bottom of the short shorts there. No shirt, curly chest hair. And that was like a centerfold for like women to look at was like, you know, you know, Magnum PI. Now they wouldn't want that at all. I think you just have right? to, like most things in life, you just have to find this happy medium where, dude, you know, I don't. I don't want to be like smooth. Like I don't want it to be like, no. all right, well, dude, you're, you know, you're, 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 you're but I, I don't want it to be out of control either. I want it to be something, you know, that it, it seems like you just got a haircut, not shaved your head. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. Two weeks after a haircut, where it's like, all right, this is a good length here. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, that's 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 probably about right. Like, dude, when I see back hair coming out of guys' shirts, I'm like, dude, do you not? So, like, do you not know? Do you not care? Yeah, do you yeah. not understand how to get that like taken care of? If if I'm being honest about like my body hair, like probably the worst hair area of me is lower back into butt. Like that's probably you got one of those, huh? And I don't feel like it's like an issue, but there's a little bit of like you know that's probably I don't have that. There's probably you know there's a little bit of back hair right there. Like shoulders, I really don't have it on, but like back hair on the lower back and then on my butt. But like that's a weird one when you see a guy and he's not real hairy, but there's like a patch hanging off on right, his shoulder, just, on the just shoulder like right there, like, like where the tattoo of like the panther would go, and there's there? just like five hairs hanging out. That that is that's a weird one too i don't understand that one no i am i am i don't i do the body hair i don't i don't i don't i don't really grow it like i i know i've told this story before so if you've heard it you know bear with me but like i was at a party once years ago i think like either high school or like freshly out 
and you're young enough to where you need money, and right. somebody's like, hey, I'll pay you to eat this, you know what I mean, like one of those, and somebody paid me, I think it was $50 a limb, to like lather up the limb and shave the limbs. Swim team style, okay. And I still don't have hair on my arms. And it just didn't like, come back. It's very, I mean, I, there's a little, but there's like, actually, there's a patch right down the center of the arm right there where it doesn't grow at all. Doesn't bother you, doesn't like, you're nah. not like, eh, I'm lots of a man. Nah, I kind of okay. like it. I mean, like, right. my legs don't get real hairy these days. Nah, I kind of like it. I, uh, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. I feel like at this point... I bet point, I can swim fast. I don't know. Yeah, I'll never try. Yeah, just aerodynamics. Stansberry. Yeah. Michael Phelps in there. Yeah, I just do... The, the, to, I am happy that I don't have to... Like, how often do you got to trim your nose hair? Uh, don't really. Don't oh, do that's the, coming. Don't do the unibrow. Don't do nose hair. Like, I'm pretty okay. Ears are okay still. Uh, my eyebrows are still pretty good. Um, but, dude, the nose hair, honestly, that will do... Wait, to like 38, 39, that thing will start... And, dude, when you grab it and you try to pull it out of your nose like that and you can feel it... Dude, it's like cable. It's, <laughs> honestly, it is. It gets to the point. It's like, Jesus Christ, can I get the, you know, can I get the NFL package on this thing? Who knows? More Stay Ray Show right around the corner. Also, some George Thorogood tickets up for grabs. We'll do those soon here on Rock 106.9 Dan Stansberry and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. There is something going around with Hall of Fame weekend that I didn't know about. And we'll do that here uh, coming up shortly. I kind of like it. I kind of wish they'd do it more. Not just this weekend. But we'll do that around 8.30 this morning. Also pass out those Thorogood tickets for that show on the 5th here. I heard this a couple of times in my parents' house. This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you, Daniel. And uh, I have said many, many times that I don't believe I was hit enough. That I feel like my parents should have hit me more. Now, I know that's a very unpopular opinion these days. And there's plenty of studies from respected scientists and therapists that 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 tell you that hitting small children leads to other stuff later in life and they're more prone to hit their peers and and all that and again i didn't spend years and years you know being educated and studying all those things and i i I hate when when i want to deny what their findings um and i believe it could be true in some kids i don't know if it's true of all kids i believe that i would have benefited from a little bit of a stronger hand and um, I uh, and I just know that to be true, but that's my kind of personality. I have to touch the stove about three, four times, then I'm going to get it. I push boundaries, just who I am, right? But I understand that punishing your kids can be difficult. But I'm not sure we should go as far as to do uh, as far as this route, where a man now offering to spank anybody's misbehaving kids. He's in Muncie, Indiana. He posted he posted a Facebook photo of himself sitting in a driveway uh. with a cardboard sign that read, free ass whoopings, and uh. he's holding up the paddle. The caption reads, parents, your kids need a whooping. Summer can't get a can end fast enough, meaning you want to send them back to school. Stop by. I'm set up. No kids over 13. They may whoop me. Uh, so he wants young kids there, and he'll whoop them. Free ass whoopings LLC. I like how it's official. I like how we went so far is to get the limited liability, uh, you know, corporation tag, uh, you know, uh, assessed with it. I love it. Now, this is, of course, crazy. And if you pay, if you allow your kids to go somewhere and be like spanked by a stranger, that's strange. Yeah, that's really strange. Just the thought of it is really strange. 
obviously people have an issue with this saying, pointing out that it's not that some kids are good and some kids are bad. Uh, their belief is others have better comprehensive capabilities than others, meaning others will learn slower than others, therefore will take much more effort to discipline and raise than some other children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, his theory is, is that kids need a hard hand. That you kind of need, that kids need boundaries. They need discipline. Okay. And that there's a lack of that in this country, and that's why things are kind of starting to go off the rails. And again, it was my generation that was being raised by parents who were starting to believe that, that we've handled... I remember hearing my parents talk about that all the time. My dad telling me that all the time. Like, Daniel, you could have never lived in my father's house. He would have beat the living crap out of you every day. And that, you know, that you, that the further away we, it does seem strange that the further we, uh, further we're getting away from a hard hand at your father's dinner table, the closer we're getting to more school shootings. Now, I don't want to make that link. I really don't. But I, I, it is a little strange, right? That the fir- the more we go into don't don't punish your kids, the more we're getting into like weird things happening with our kids. I, I mean, haven't haven't we always felt? I think you could go back further and further and further, and no matter what, every generation's going to have that mindset of like, well, no, of course you couldn't have made it through my generation. We were tougher. We were harder. There's a little bit of that, but isn't it true? I mean, wh- I, I guess we're things that they're, when we're things at their best. You know what I mean? Like when? Well, I don't know. So. I, are they at their best now? I, I don't necessarily because I don't feel like they're at their best now. I don't think there's necessarily a direct correlation between like that. I don't think, but I, I, I'm sure some people do. I I think I don't want to make the link between not spanking your kids in school shootings. I because yeah. I don't want to get carried away with that. But I do believe that lack of firm hand at home. Not necessarily you got to ball up your fist and punch your kid in the face. Not even that you got to hit your kids. But the lack of of like firm parenting has led to some of the disrespect that we have in the country. I don't think it can be denied. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment, and I think that parents probably do need to do a better job of a little punishing less. Their I child. want to be your best friend. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I just don't think that. I think with 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 kids and physical deterrent to what they're doing. Um, first of all, I think it has to be proportionate to what's going on. I mean, you just can't start, you know, whooping your kid because punishment needs to fit the crime because they spilled milk. Um, and I think there comes to be a point too where it's no longer effective. I think there's an age, and it's probably different from kid to kid to kid, just based on their physical size, maybe their maturity level, the relationship you have with that child, where it's no longer an effective deterrent. So, like. It, you know, he he says like, oh, well, 12 and under. And it's like, I think at 12, I, unless you were like really hurting me, like physically hurting me, my dad couldn't have spanked me and I would have been like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, not, maybe not at that you age. You punched me, I guess. But, but his theory, and I do believe it, is that your kids do need to fear you a little. That they that there does need that a that a healthy amount of fear. It's the same thing with the, the relationship with God. People tell you you need to fear God, and you should because of the power. And that's exactly right. You should fear your parents a little bit because they should have that much power. And I'll give you a perfect example from my own life. My brother and I are very, very different. As a matter of fact, growing up, I would have been considered to be the good son. And I know that sounds crazy to a lot of you that only know me or only listen to the radio show. Dude, you were the good one? But yeah, kind of, right? And the major difference, and my parents will tell you, that the major difference between my brother and I, it wasn't that I didn't push boundaries. It wasn't that I didn't get in trouble. It wasn't that I wasn't doing things I shouldn't have been doing. 
but that I had a healthy respect and fear of my father, and I had a healthy respect and fear of my mother and being in trouble, where my brother had absolutely no fear of being in trouble. Still, to this day, does not have a ton of fear of being in trouble. The, the, it, it doesn't it doesn't register with him on the same level it does with me where if had they done some things differently in the early stages of his life maybe it would and i believe that just that i just i don't know why but i just inherently had that natural fear and it kept it kept me further in line was it spanked into you I no, mean, but it should have been more. Like when I look back on my life and I think about some of the things I did, and it's like as a kid, it's like, yeah, dude, you should have hit me for that. What the hell were you thinking? You can't just let me go. You can't just just sit down and talk to me. Now again, I always, I, dude, I laud my father over that. Right, the fact that he would speak to me like an adult pretty much my whole life, and uh, and he did. I always say he never shied away from his from his opportunity to parent because that's what he would always say. This is my opportunity to parent you. And uh, and he never shied away from it. So the, I'm I'm respectful and thankful for that because I think it did turn me into a more self aware person earlier in life, which is hugely beneficial. But there were definitely times where he they were trying because they felt like they were a little too strict with David, maybe in the beginning that they overcorrected the steer with me and were too loose. So they you, never found the sweets. My 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 parents never really found the strike zone. Do you feel like you would have been a better person? Like do you, you know what I'm saying? Like do you feel well, like I'm you're damn li- near perfect now? You're so li- like your life would have been better. I, it just, to me, it's I, my my life today better. No, I don't know my life day to day. Then yes, a little bit more focused. Then yes. Are you uh, are you worried about this dude who is offering to spank your children for free or for whatever or for a fee or whatever like that? You worried about the student some weird sex stuff? Yeah, I mean, do you want to touch my kid's ass? Right. So it's a little weird. So like, is there any? It's a little strange. Is there any? I mean, like. I mean, we've talked about this in the past. I'm going to be on the lookout. Where you feel like you feel like, yo, if you're playing guitar at a kid's birthday party, you got to be on a list. You got to be some yeah. sort of. You got to be some uh, sort of something, right? My there. wife and I are going to be looking through. Yeah, we're going to be looking through the curtains at, at at the neighbor's house. Like, what the hell's going on across the street? Yeah, absolutely. I'm paying attention. And to that. I, I think this is a little bit too indicative of this overstep of boundaries that we all kind of will do now. Where it's like, listen, bro, if you want to spank your kids, if this is how you want to run your house, fine. I don't necessarily approve of this kind. Concept of like, yeah, well, I'm going to discipline your kids for you, or yeah, I'm going to whoop your kids' ass for you. I, I, I think that's a little bit like, yeah, I, I don't approve of that at all. Oh my god! So Rob's tweeting in, and he's reminding me of something I completely forgot about. Okay, he's saying, look, he's like, punishment nowadays just isn't punishment, and he is referencing something that happened with a uh, with a guy I used to work with on the radio. And he and his wife at the time fell for some stupid new age hippie product that you'd buy online. And it was a special rug that you bought for like $150 or whatever it was. You put it in the corner and it's the timeout rug and you go to your timeout rug. And it's like, dude, first of all, you got swindled for a special piece of carpet for the timeout rug. Your living room's carpeted. Stick your goddamn nose in the corner like I had to. I was going to say, like, go sit sit on that step for 20 minutes. That was kind of the way. Why did you have to buy carpet for that? Dude, he bought like a a special like three colored circular piece of like hippie carpet. Dude, his wife fell for all kind of new-aged hippie BS when they had that kid. That's how people are. It's like, dude, you buy a puppy, and it's like, now everything's about the puppy. You you get a kid, and it's like, no, we need every special thing. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. The living room's got carpet on it.
I, I think there's, I think, like you said, I think there's a strike zone here. I think there's a line where you can go too far in both ways here. And that's where it gets tricky. And that's where the the naysayers on like what they used to call corporal punishment with your kids, like spanking your kids. That's where the naysayers really do have a good argument because it's like we really are leaving it up to a human being to decide what the right. amount of like because we've seen enough people. I mean, dude, there are people who stick their kids in ovens. So you don't think there's a guy who's going to take his day out on his kid's ass? Of course there is. Well, and I'm sure Joe Jackson felt justified in what he was doing. I'm trying to sleep make, in the fireplace, Michael. I'm trying to make my kids better. I'm right. trying to improve them. So there's there's got to be a strike zone there of like too far in you know one way or the other. Um, I, I just I, and, and much like much like the concept of like the principal spanking you or whatever in school. Yeah, I, I have that. I don't I don't like the idea of another adult physically. I don't want to say attacking, but physically disciplining well, my child. That, I do not like that. That was always my argument with with giving teachers the guns. It's like, guys, you didn't want them spanking your kids. Not, right. not, now, not, all <laughs> now all of a sudden you want a six-shooter hanging off the hip? I mean, I guess that's where we go. Something happens every year with Hall of Fame week. And I forget about it every year. And then they do it. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's right. We do that. And this would make the city better if we did it all year. So let's do it all year, and we'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show, Kenton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. There's a piece of video we want you to see. It's at uh, Facebook.com slash Stansberry Show. Where a dude just gets ragdolled by another like grown man. Like there, I don't know how it started, but like there's a there's a kerfuffle and <laughs> they're on they're on the street. That's okay. a little that's a little callback from a few weeks ago. There's a kerfuffle happening, and the one guy just takes the other guy by the lapels of his jacket and is just like moving him around wherever he wants him. Then he picks him up and he throws him in like one of those fountains that's just like randomly outside of buildings. Dude, do you have any idea how long it would take until you felt like a man again after another grown man in public just picks you up over his head and tosses you like a rag doll into a fountain? You're the dude. I bet you don't get an erection for a year. Yeah, very, <laughs> very emasculating there. And this is, I mean, this is the classic case of little man versus big man here. Yeah, it is. And like people that are of smaller stature, I get it. You want to, you know, you want to establish yourself. You, you know, I'm, I'm still a man, but dude, picking a fight with that guy was bad. Bad, bad, Dumb bad decision. I don't know what happened there, but you're right, man, dude. There's after getting tossed into that, there's no way you feel good about yourself. No. There's none. No, you're that guy. You're a meme now forever. You're a gift forever. Just got into work, and now I wish they'd throw me out. And then there's the guy going into the fountain, right? You're that guy forever. You're not going to feel like a man for a long, long time. I mean, just lifts him and just launches him, dude. dude like, this is, wow. again, this is why some of you got to stop running your mouth so much in public. You just forget that there are people out there that can just, like, legitimately pick you up over their head and toss you wherever they want you. Whoop your ass. I'm talking about me, not you guys. I got to stop <laughs> running my mouth so much. I forget some of you are legitimately crazy and know where the radio station is. Do you know? Oh, my God. I could not show my face in public again after that. No, no. And I mean, this video, I relatively new. First time I saw it was uh, yesterday, I think, when you shared it. And, uh, it, it, dude, it's going to, it, honestly, it is going to be in this dude's rearview mirror for the rest of his life. He will always, always. be that guy. Always. Facebook.com slash Stansberry shows how you see that. Uh, we don't normally do this a lot. Occasionally we will. I feel like this listener has definitely earned this. All right. Uh, he has earned this shout out. He has earned it. All right. I oh, like yeah. It. I mean, he has taken the brunt of a bunch of show jokes. Okay. But friend of the program. 
Okay. The most optimistic Browns fan you'll oh, ever. Oh, here it is. The most optimistic Browns fan you'll ever meet in your entire life. Our good buddy, Dustin Kuhn. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday. I love that guy. I do. We're, uh, we're, we're actually really good golf buddies. We play golf together all the time. Um, and it was just somebody who listened to the show who I just kind of became friends with. And he is the most optimistic Browns fan. And dude, as a matter of fact, earlier we were talking about butt wax. <laughs> he was like, bro, he's like, Tiger's warming up 20 minutes from you right now. And you're talking to me about butt wax? What the hell's going on? <laughs> like, he just loves his sports. And he's convinced the Browns are going to go on. T- he's convinced there will be a road playoff game for your Cleveland Browns this year. I disagree. I don't think we get that far. I think it's four wins, but happy birthday to that guy. It's a strong wager. If there is a Browns road game, Stansbury has to buy us tickets. No, I no. have to drive us. I, ha- I have to buy tickets for me, Fantone, and Dustin. I've, I, this is what I said. I would buy the tickets to the game, the road playoff game. I would buy the hotel stay for all three of us, which, by the way, that's three of us sleeping in a king bed, just so you know. Just so you know. Cozy up, boys. Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. I, that, that's a, so it, that's, I, but I have to buy the tickets, the room, and then didn't I also say I would buy the beers at the stadium? Yeah, I think so, and that's expensive, bro. All I, all I agreed to was drive. <laughs> you, dude, you, yeah. sp- you spent big money there. Yeah, there, there, there. Happy birthday, Dustin. Happy birthday, buddy. We, uh, we love you. And really one of the things I love about that guy most and how we became friends is that I would jab him a little bit before I really knew him. And he took it in total stride. Like when he would just tweet in and he would say things and I would like kind of go off on it, would take it in total stride, totally understood it. He was never one of those guys that was like, like, like a sissy when I would push back on him. And that's actually how we became friends. Happy birthday there, buddy. Something happens every year this, this week. Obviously, Hall of Fame game. That's tonight, right? Football Correct. season officially kicks Correct. off. But the city itself does something every year during this week that I think is great. And I always forget about it until this week. And then I'm always like, oh, yeah, why don't we do that more? And that is we actually enforce our teen curfew law here in Canton, Ohio. No minor shall loiter, idle, wander, stroll or play or be in any vehicle in or upon any public place within the city of Canton between the hours of 11 p.m. and 6 a.m through Thursday night and between the hours of 12.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. Friday night through Saturday night. Now, I would imagine that there's going to be a little provision in here that if you're getting off of work or whatever, that's a different thing. But if you got like a group full of three teenagers in a car or if you're walking down the street, they're going to have this. This is going to be a problem. It could end up meaning as much as a $160 fine for the parents. I understand that during Hall of Fame week and weekend, Canton has to... You got to tighten it up. They have to. got to tighten it up. It, it, it's, just, it's just the way it has to be. I know people are going to be like, well, why don't you clean up the streets every other day? And it's like, yes, there's a greater point there, but this... Well, every journey starts with one step. Well, and this is the most important time that we have as For a sure. city when the spotlight is not on us. Close. And it's it's very important that not only just clean up the trash, I'm not saying just like, hey, get these punk-ass teenagers off the streets. I'm saying literally go clean up the trash out of your neighborhood because there are going to be people in town. And like you do, you want to impress when company comes over. But how is this not... Like if if I feel like my teenager is responsible enough, mature enough, isn't this like counter counterintuitive to to free range parenting where my kids are allowed to go out and make their own mistakes and do their own things? Yeah, but this isn't up to the parent. We have this law. There's a law. There's a reason. It's because the, the law feels like a bunch of teenagers out together are probably up to no good, especially after that late at night. I guess I just I can make the argument of. You don't get to decide. I, I, some people might feel like the law should tell you your seven-year-old's not allowed to walk to the park, but... But it sh- doesn't. 
This is what the law says right now. So it doesn't say that. It says this right now. I guess my point there is that if if you support if you support kids being able to go out and make their own mistakes, I don't understand how you can support this too. Kids should be able to go out and do that, right? Well, I, I, I you cannot argue. Yeah, there's a little bit of a point in there, not much of one, but there's a little bit of one. Um, but you cannot argue. That a group of six teenagers crossing the street at eleven forty-five midnight, one a.m. doesn't look good. I, 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 right, like if you're staying at the McKinley Grand, which are a lot of people are going to stay this week, you're staying down there, and you got six teenagers running across the street as you're walking back and forth. Is that what you want? You don't want that. No, and I, I take that point. I just think that I don't know if that's enough for me to support the idea of well, I'll tell you when your kid and can, can where they can and cannot go. Yeah, it, it, it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky, but the law's on the books. You know what I mean? And we have it. And so I agree that when the one week a year where people are paying attention to you, it's all eyes on you, that we should do things to put our best foot forward. And that sometimes just, what do I always, what, what do I always say well, what my dad taught me when I was a kid? Daniel, being an adult is not doing whatever you're allowed to do just because you're an adult. Being an adult is doing what you should do no matter what it is you want to do. That's adulthood. And that every once in a while, it's probably not so bad just because it goes against my personal American freedoms to just step up and do the right thing. It's probably not the worst idea in the world to just put your best foot forward. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want that to infringe on people's rights to make their own decisions. Well, I'm not sure a 16-year-old has a right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying as a parent, though, I have the right to decide on whether my kid is able to go do what he wants. Like I said, I mean, I have the right to whether my, can my nine year old walk to the park? I should be able to decide that. Well, should, not after 11 o'clock at night. They can't. Should there's my 16 year old be able to do that? I should be able to decide that. There's a rule that says it. So, I mean, so no, they shouldn't after a certain amount of time. And honestly, it's, I grew up in a pretty privileged neighborhood. I can't I can't deny it. I grew up in a little neighborhood. It's called Aurora Shores. And it's smashed in between Aurora and Twinsburg. You can't get any more like nice, especially when I was living there. Right, It was like a nice neighborhood where curfew was like a big deal in that neighborhood because nobody got shot. Nobody killed their wife. You know what I mean? Nobody did, although one guy did kill his wife in that neighborhood, and I wasn't allowed to hang out there anymore. Uh, but they, they, that, uh, but crime didn't happen in that neighborhood. So the cops were literally that bored. So like as a teenager, I was busted for curfew. As a matter of fact, I had to go to like the courts on Dan Street in Akron. For like breaking curfew multiple times. It was like part of what we did. Like running from the cops was part of what we did as a teenager. And part of it was just pushing the boundaries to divert their attention and to do that kind of stuff. And if you think about it, that it was probably all right there. But in a city the size of Canton, we need the police focused on what they should be focused on, not wrangling up your 14-year-old still out on the street at midnight. At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I can point the, the flashlight back at you and be like, what's your kid doing outside at midnight? What other decisions are going on in this house in here? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't actually hate this at all, and I think it helps us, like I've been saying, put our best foot forward this entire week. Tiger Woods, one of the greatest ever to do it, is right down the street. He's got some things to say about the Bridgestone Invitational. We'll air you Tiger's comments. That will be next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Yo, guys, Fantone from the Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Rollholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Rollholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is RollholtVision.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome to the Sands Show on Rock 106.9.
We have George Thorogood good tickets. That shows on the 5th at the Hard Rock. We'll get you in. Somebody just hit me up uh, during the break. It was like, have you not heard about this Urban Meyer thing? Oh! No, dude. I Yeah, I got it. Oh! I spent the first hour and a half of the show talking about Urban Meyer. And oh. we're going to get into it again in the 9 o'clock hour. You kind of have to. But yeah, we have heard. Oh, didn't hear about that. Another thing that's going on right down the street for the last time, too. The Bridgestone Invitational. R.I.P. Yeah, it's a little sad. It's a little sad. Now, I have an uh, I have an unpopular opinion on this. Um, I this is a little bittersweet for me because I'm a real golf fan. Like I'm a real like I will watch like I'll watch women's college golf. Like I just like to watch the game. I just enjoy the game. And this is the last time that this tour will be here. But what they're going to do is they're going to put a... I've heard they're going to put the senior tour, like a Champions Tour event here. Now, for me, that's awesome. Because I'll still want to go, but none of you will. So it'll be less attended, and it will be less of a hassle of like getting in and out, getting all that. Now, that's such a selfish thing, but it is a true thing. Um, traffic will be easier, that whole thing. Also, the Champions Tour, those guys are a little bit more relaxed uh, even on days when they're actually playing the tournament, they're a little more likely to shake your hand as they're walking by the hole, talk to you a little bit. They're just, they're a little bit, it's less serious. It's essentially the grandpa tour is what we're talking about here, right? That's and, what it is. And uh, these dudes are on the downside of their career. It's gotten to the point where they can no longer go 50 out. 50 or over, you have to be. Okay. 50 or over okay. to be on the, cha- you, yeah, you have to be 50 or over to be on the Champions Tour. But a lot of great players, a lot of great tour players do it. Um, like as a matter of fact, a lot of people think Phil Mickelson will play on the Champions Tour, and I would assume probably a lot of great golf, especially from the viewers' perspective of golf fans, if that's what you're into, that's probably pretty good because you've got guys who have been playing for forty plus years. You well, know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty, also, pretty good. Well, that too, but it's also it's they don't hit it as far as they once did, but they're still playing. You know, what I mean, they're still playing like these tee boxes that are set back pretty far, so it looks more like golf used to look. Where it's more shot shaping, it's more course management, it's less smash the the driver, grab the nine iron, which is what Dustin Johnson has done in golf. Now it's fantastic and he's amazing at it, but it looks you get much more driver six iron golf on the Champions Tour, which are harder shots to make than when a guy can just overpower a track. But Tiger has won here in Akron eight times. I believe it's fifteen starts. He's won it eight times out of fifteen starts. I've said it forever. Tiger's the most dominant athlete of your lifetime. It's just a sport you don't care about. Otherwise, you would widely consider Tiger Woods to be the most dominant athlete of your lifetime. Tiger spoke about the Bridgestone moving, and uh, he does really, really love this golf course. As a matter of fact, he says it with his own words. Let's take a listen. I've always been a fan of this this golf course uh, ever since I first played here in 97, and um, I've always enjoyed it. I remember playing here before. It was even the World Golf Championships, the World Series of Golf. Yeah. And so it's always been one of my favorite golf courses on on the entire tour. And it's unfortunate that it is leaving. Uh, The people have always come out and supported this event. This has been one of the very few tournaments that is kind of a a small-town atmosphere. And um, it's a very simple, straightforward golf course, which, you know, we don't see very often anymore. You know, this is away from the stadium golf that, you know, we seem to play a lot now on tour. And uh, I'm just excited to be here and to be able to play. But uh, as far as the future of this, of you know this event, I know it, it has to move and has to go forward and off to, off to Memphis. But I've 
that's one of the reasons why I tried so hard to get in this event is because it, uh, it does mean something special to me. Now, see, that I find interesting. Because if I'm the PGA and the GOAT says into a microphone and into a camera, yeah, I was working all year. I wanted to make sure I got into this tournament because this place is special to me. Aren't you going, dude, the GOAT loves it here. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't move this to Memphis. Maybe let's not do that. Bottom line decision, right? I mean, like, yeah, you can love it, but. Well, I, but I don't know. I don't know why the bottom line decision was made. I really don't. Because I don't think that it's that they're not making money here. I mean, it's widely attended. But wouldn't if you put it in a bigger city, doesn't you get more money? Right? Is Memphis that much bigger than Akron? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I know I've been. Yeah. I mean, it's bigger for sure. But I, I mean, I've been to Memphis. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a little unfortunate. But like I said, again, selfishly, I'm almost. I don't want to say excited because that's really wrong. But. I would imagine, too, that when you take this tour out of there, it's going to be easier to get a tee time there, right? Oh, of course. 100%. I mean, now, look, you got, I believe you do have to be a member, but it's, like it's one of those things. And like I've never played the TV course there and would give anything in the world to do it. Like, legitimate, like if somebody said, hey, I can make that happen for you, but it's going to cost you 250 would pay it today for sure. Would pay it in a heartbeat. I um. It sucks that something is getting taken away from the area. So if you work there, let me know. I got I got two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> with your name on it. It sucks that it's something's getting taken away from the area. Um, I just hope that whatever the senior tour is or whatever, I know it's not going to replace it in the same capacity. But I hope that becomes a mainstay. I hope that doesn't become a one year like, oh hey, we'll give it to Akron. We'll tell them to shut up and we'll move on. Well, let, I, let us have something. I think it will because again, I think a lot of the senior tour players, the Champions Tour, sorry, I think a lot of what those guys are going to say is we used to play this course we missed this course like you know what I mean like when we were playing on the PG we wanted this course and so I think a lot of the guys already have a love of it and um, and I think it will be a a good event for I I think it will end up being a positive event and like I said I selfishly there's a little bit of me that's like when Tiger's not here when Phil's not here when Jordan's not here DJ isn't here Rory's not here a lot of you guys aren't going to want to go you going this weekend? Are we gonna see you there? I'm What's going happening? today. I okay, went yesterday. Today? Yeah, okay. I went yesterday. I went to Media Day yesterday. Um, I, I, I poked my head around there a little bit. I didn't do a lot with the camera just because it's it is kind of frowned upon. Um, so I didn't do a lot with that, but I did check out Rory's media session a little bit yesterday. And uh, my buddy Jim and I are going. We do have tickets for today, and uh, I will be going uh, immediately after work and going to go check that out. I'll probably I haven't checked the tea times yet, so I don't know. But if Tiger's there while I'm there, like if, if if I can make that happen, instead of staying in one location, I probably will walk around and follow Tiger Woods today. More Stansbury Show headed your way next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. I always find it so interesting who gets away with things and who doesn't. Okay. And that song we just played is a perfect example. Renegades of Funk. Now, they're widely considered to be one of the most credible rock bands ever. Like People yeah. give them a lot of credit. They, they, that's a credible band. Rage very much so, yeah. A non-sellout band, right? That's like, that's like their, everybody's thing with that. A lot of commercial success while still holding true to their art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are. They're viewed, uh, very high esteem Esteemed, in rock circles. Right? Yes, very high. Okay. Zach Delarocha gets away with a lot. In that song, more than once. He legitimately just takes the microphone and himself goes, and we're like, yeah, give us more of that. Chad Kroger says, 
Yeah, I want to get a hot tub filled with that I can put 10 people in because I'm a rock star. Biggest loser on the planet. <laughs> and you love it. Dude, if you don't think I'm doing that for a week straight, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> and it's perfectly acceptable. It is so strange what we let get what we let people get away with versus what we don't. And that we're going to talk about right here again. Right. I would love to sit here and talk to you about the Hall of Fame game tonight. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely Bears Ravens. Would love to talk to you about that. Crazy that we're already to that again, dude. We're going into our it, fifth one together. Yeah, our fifth NFL season together, bro. That is nuts. That is nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Especially when you think about the fact that the guy programming the radio station across the street gave it 6 months. Whoops. How that work out? Whoops. We're doing all right. That's all right. You know what? I should Boys let him off, off the mat. What is the competition going to say? That's all what right. they're going to say. That's what they're going to say. So I would love to sit here and just talk to you about the Hall of Fame game. But unfortunately, I can't do that. Why not? Because Urban Meyer got himself in a bunch of trouble at Ohio State. Yeah. Now, we did this for an hour and a half to start the show. So we might as well end the show by doing <laughs> it for an hour. We didn't plan anything else. I will admit a little bit yesterday when I saw Urban was in some trouble, I was like, ooh, tomorrow's a little feet up. <laughs> tomorrow's a little feet up. Oh, dude, it's topic A, B, ABC. and C. Yeah, it's, ABC. It, 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 it's big. Now, again, wide receiver coach, accusations, domestic violence against the wife. Apparently, there are photos. Apparently, she tweeted, she like texted photos to other like coaches' wives in this whole thing. Now, this all started in 09, correct? Back in Florida. Fr- in Florida, the first the first reports of him. Now, you got to remember, that's true, too. Go back and look at, w- at who Urban Meyer was putting on the field at Florida. Go look, go read the articles online, people talking about Urban Meyer at Florida. As a matter of fact, go look at what some Ohio State honks were saying about Urban Meyer's teams at Florida. That he's too loose. He's too permissive. He's got too many thugs on that team. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like that's a slight against Urban Meyer? Because you said other th- earlier today, you said other than this, what slight is there? Well, I don't really feel like it's a slight. I feel like that's a college football coach looking to do what he's got to do to win and also maybe giving a kid a second shot. So I don't necessarily, I, I don't want to get hung up on Urban with that. It's just very funny now that people want to, that, that Ohio State fans want to go to protect Urban Meyer. Guys, the room, the, the, the accusation, that's the word, the accusation is this. That his wife was texted the information. Urban Meyer knew the information, didn't tell anybody. Now, if you want to look the other way on that, that's on you. I refuse to believe that a wife and a husband weren't talking about this. Yeah, people reaching for that. That's where I'm like, dude, that's I where I roll my it. eyes. That's where I roll my I eyes. I refuse to believe it. So you can't give me the Urban Meyer didn't do anything wrong spiel. You can't give it to me. You know why? Because the letter of the law says, if you are here, if you are to hear anything, any impropriety, no matter how flimsy, no matter how much information you have, the rule is you tell the Title IX office at the university. Neither he nor his wife, who works for the university, did that. They're in the wrong here, guys. Now, we could argue all day about whether or not the standards should be should a head coach be fired if this happens. That's fine. We, sh- we could argue that, but the problem is, is that it is the standard today. Well, and I think, too, that it's worth noting here that he didn't get fired because... Well, Zach's, first of all, he hasn't been fired right. yet. Well, he didn't, he didn't get... The, the trouble didn't start. Nothing happened here because Zach Smith hit his girlfriend. 
What he's in trouble now ex-wife, for, yeah. right, or, or ex-wife, what he's in trouble for is not reporting it. That, there has to be a separation there for me where people are getting this caught up where it's like, well, you shouldn't get, you You as the boss shouldn't get fired if, you're, if your employee hits somebody. And how, it's like, no, but once you cover it, how, that's, where the, that's where the problem lies. How does one person have both these beliefs? There's no way Joe Pa didn't know what was going on at Penn State. He knew. He knew. How can you believe that and then believe Urban Meyer didn't know this? He knew. You can't believe both of those things. You got to give up on one of them. Yeah, and let's be real, too, about like the role of Urban Meyer and Joe Paterno and anybody in that in that world. Buck of, stops with you. Buck starts, stops, in the middle. Everything is on your desk, dude. You, you are the god. You are god at, at college right, if you're the head football right, coach. Right, Mark Munch Bishop might be the king, but dude, you are the god. Right. You are the emperor. You are the overruler of all things that you see in that position. And I'm sorry, but there's just no way He's gotta go. that your head is that far in the sand where you're like, no, nah, I didn't know. He's got to go. I don't want him to go. He's the second best college football coach in the country. Some might say even the best, and I don't know. I mean, he's he's knocking on that door. It's either, it's him or Saban, right? So I don't want Urban to go. But here's why you as an OSU fan, why you do want him to go. This is the number one reason why you should be pushing, why, you, why we the fan base should be going, you know what, no, get him out. Because we are Ohio State. And because this is an esteemed blue-chip university when it comes to college football. And, by the way, guys, you have a national championship-ready roster down there in Columbus ready to play in the shoe. So you know what you do? You get rid of the coach now. That way, if you win the national championship, those kids get to celebrate a national championship instead of being then shrouded in the controversy of Zach Smith and Urban Meyer. It's a, Guys, you got to stop screwing this up. This isn't about the adults. It's about the kids. It's about the college player. You got to keep it about them. And if they can win a national championship, then I want them to be able to celebrate it. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, without Urban, maybe they don't win it. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that pretty likely? <clears throat> now, that is, that's a, that's a solid argument because college football really is 85% coaching. It really is. You can win a national title on a college level with a quarterback that can't throw the ball 20 yards. We've seen it a million times. So it is really about coaching. But that roster's pretty good, man. And you are Ohio State. Meaning, you can get a blue chip name. You're not going to have to go to some bum. Do you worry that Ohio State, I mean, and obviously, I mean, you, you Penn State hired from within and kind of moved stuff up there. But do you worry this is going to be enough to keep big names away, both in coaching no. and in... But no. if you have the option to go to Alabama and you can avoid this headache, aren't you going to be like, well, dude, I'll just go to Michigan? Okay, well, well, all right. Well, again, I think what doesn't do that right now is that the best jobs are filled by coaches who are going to be there a while. Mark Rick just left. He just took over a new fran- a new or new team. They're starting to get that thing turned around. You got Saban at Alabama. You got uh, you know Harbaugh at Michigan. There's only so many teams you want to coach if you're an elite and Ohio State's one of them. And here's the other reason why I feel like you're still going to be able to attract high-quality candidates. This is not indicative of a, of a program problem. This isn't a university steeped in like horrific tradition. This is an, this is an incident. That, that's why Ohio State really does need to get ahead of this. And as somebody who doesn't necessarily... I, dude, I'm not a college you, football fan, and I'm an Ohio State hater, dude. I am. I, I, I despise the Buckeyes. Um, it, it, this just, to me shoots a hole or at least shines a light on the 
Dude, college sports are the most, there's so much integrity, and it's just the most wholesome. Like, there's nobody that's ever done anything wrong, and everything's fine, and it's all perfect. In the NFL, those are the bad guys. Those are the bad guys. It's like, okay, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, come All on. right. Come on. Uh, I, I'm reading this from Charles on Twitter. It says, if they fire him now, they may not get sanctions from the NCAA as well. Yep. If they drag their feet, yep. then they're going to impose those sanctions, and then they can actually rob you of a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. Isn't that what happened to Florida State? I could be wrong there. Don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that happened to, to a pretty big program. What, is, what are we, a month out from college football right now? Probably less. Okay, so I'm being told now that I need to quit my my PC bull snot. Stansbury, you've been around Fantone too goddamn long. Shut Uh-oh. up and get your head straight. Okay, let me explain Uh-oh. to you. I would not, I want the world where Urban Meyer doesn't have to be responsible for every guy on his staff. I want the world where nobody is held accountable for something they did not do. Unfortunately, Chris, that's not the world we live in. The letter of the law is, if you don't tell the Title IX office, you are in breach. It happened. You can't... Dude, if this were Jim Harbaugh, you guys would be arguing for his head to be sliced off on ESPN... And then maybe you'd pay that $8 a month to get the access. But I, you only want to excuse this away because it's Ohio State. If this were Baylor like it was a couple of years ago with our Bryles, are you telling me our Bryles should still be coaching at Baylor? Guys, come on. Now, the infractions are different, yes. But the standard today is you move on from coaches when this stuff happens. That's my only point. Not that it's right or not that that, that uh, my point isn't that this is the way it is. But what do I always say? I'm not worried about what should be. I'm worried about what will be because that's what adults focus on. What is actually going to be. And this is the way everybody has decided this will be. And if you're in breach of this, you got to move off of him. And if he wasn't the second best college coach in the country, you wouldn't even care. You care because you think this is going to remove a national title from you. And there are people who would want to point out to you that we're focusing on the wrong thing, which is the fact that, sadly, some young woman got beat multiple times. And we're worried about whether or not some wide receiver is going to be able to celebrate with his team and not, you know, not have his coach. Our priorities are out of whack. They are. What do you think every show's talking about this morning? They're talking about Urban Meyer. Nobody's talking about the woman that got beat up. And that gives you a little bit of insight into who we are as people. And this is why every day when I tell you people are worse than they want to tell you, and that most people aren't good, and everybody wants to push back on me, and always wants to tell me I'm so negative, and yet here you have it. This woman gets beat up, and what are you worried about? Whether or not they still spell out O-H-I-O with the band, and whether or not Urban Meyer is going to be there. It's just college football, guys. There is life outside of it. And if this was happening at Michigan, you'd be up there with pitchforks. Ann Arbor's still a whore! Yeah. you got to stay consistent. I don't want this to be the standard, but it is the standard. And so we're going to hold Ohio State, the Ohio State University, we're going to hold it to that standard. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Fantone from the Sandsbury Show here. Honor Fighting Championship. Bringing MMA action back to the flats.
That's right. It is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night at Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out, so go get yours at HonorFightingChampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked and it includes friend of the Stansberry show, uh, the Vanilla Gorilla, Nick Brashear. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at fight night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at HonorFightingChampionship.com. Well, opportunity employer. Rock 106.9 WRQK is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test and should last seven seconds. Welcome back to the Sands Ratio. We're on Rock 106.9, and I'm disheartened as hell right now. <laughs> Why? No, I am. I'm disheartened. <laughs> what happened? And I'm not even joking around. Okay. I'm reading all these social media timelines, and dudes like me and Ken Carmen and Anthony Lima and Chris Fedor and like all these people who are trying to tell you what the real story is and what the reality of the situation are, are now all being eviscerated via social media. And this is disheartening, and here's why. I expect you... To want to defend Urban Meyer, I do. I knew what was going to happen. I know. Right. I know. The, I know fan bases. But what's disheartening for me is, let's make this Iowa State. You know what I'm doing on, uh, today? If this is the news, and we're talking about the first of all, we don't talk about it as many times. If it was Ohio, you know Iowa State, let's be honest. And again, that's the way it should be. It should be a bigger story for us when it's Ohio State, right? But if this is Iowa State, you know what's happening right now? The same people that are like telling me, oh, you're looking to convict a man before you do the real investigation. You know what would be happening? You would be fawning over the decision to put this guy on admin leave. You'd be like, yeah, see? That's, we're moving together as a society. Hashtag me too. And you'd be looking to jump on, 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 on the easy side of this bandwagon. But now it's your team. And now it's your national championship. So you're going to turn coat and say something different. That doesn't make you think about who you are. Yes. I'm sorry, dude, but that needs to make you think about who you are. If you are prone to be like, yes, let's let's clap for when we're going to put another coach on paid admin leave when they do something wrong. But then you want your coach let off. It's a lack of consistency, and when you lack consistency, you lack validation in your argument there of like, dude, I can disagree with you, but if you're consistent with something, I'll respect you. I'll, I'll be like, well, good. Hold that line. Stay where you are. That's 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 what I respect about you. Um, you you can't you can't you can't deny that. First of all, people are talking about like, well, he's been convicted without even a trial. Well, this isn't a conviction. This is nobody's going to jail. Nobody's go. Nobody's nobody's even been fired yet, dude. Nobody's even been fired yet. Right. And he might not end up being. I think he will be. When it comes down to it, there's more than enough evidence at this point that he has not been honest and forthcoming with information relevant to this case. So at that point, he I don't lied. even lied. Right. I don't even know how that's debatable. Like it's it's clear as day that he was not honest with this with the details of this case if nothing else that warrants an investigation here's the other thing i see this a lot well why didn't the wife press charges that's not a good enough argument to say that nothing happened do you know the amount of women in this country that are raped that never file charges it's a lot do you know the amount of women at home tonight that are going to go home to an abused husband that are that are going to punch them in the face for not having dinner ready on time it's a lot she, How she, many of them would go to work and tell everybody? Not that many. 
police were involved multiple times in this relationship. They were called nine times in two years. Now, again, people want to say to me, well, the cops didn't do anything. Why not blame them? Okay, fine. Go up and down. Well, what about all the other position coaches that knew? Fine. Get rid of them, too. Now, the buck stops somewhere. I don't think the police have a responsibility to call your well, place of employment and tell them that, do they? No. no. I no, I don't I don't think so. No, and they got a different um, set of being able to prove things before they can do a lot of things with, like, arresting people and doing stuff. And, dude, those things need to be looked at. I'll be honest with you. Some of them need to be reexamined because they're a little old-world thinking. But you can't just go to, well, she didn't press charges, therefore he didn't do it. The amount of victims in these kind of stories that don't ever pressure. Guys, as a matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll give you me right here. I was raped by, fa- by, by neighbors down the street from me. It took me 10 years before I told anybody. Because most of the time when you're a victim, you think it's your fault. You, I hate phrases like victim shaming or victim blaming. or any. I hate that kind of stuff. But it is kind of what you're doing. It is kind of what you're doing. Expecting every victim to act the same way across the board is insane. It's never going to happen that way. And does it change the facts of what happened? No. No. Whether she was or was not, whether he was or was not convicted, Urban Meyer knew there was something happening, and he did not report it to the powers that be. That's what this is about. This is not a guilty or not guilty verdict for Zach Smith, who, by the way, was fired a week ago prior to this entire story breaking, and nobody, I mean, nobody made a big deal about that one week ago, nobody right. was like, hey, hold on, wait a second here, I gotta stand up for this. Until Urban Meyer became involved, dude, this wasn't even a story. No, it, nobody cared. This is the same thing, like, people don't care about their councilman, they care about the president. You don't care about the wide receiver coach, you care about the head coach. And let's be honest about Urban Meyer. Okay? Not necessarily Urban Meyer, the position. If Urban Meyer was 0-10 last year, you care if he gets fired over this? No. No, you don't. As a matter of fact, you're like, oh, thank God, we got a reason to fire this coach that's not any good. You hate this because of a title. You hate this over an allegiance to a school you didn't go to. Think about that. I mean, yeah, you're definitely putting your fandom above justice, above like uh, what makes sense here. Because like we're talking about beating a woman once again. This isn't this isn't the Jim Trestle of like, ah, well, dude, we're talking about merchandise or trading it for tattoos. Really, who gives a damn about this, dude? This is a woman who got beat. It's a different thing. That's your ring. What you do with your ring, I don't. I wouldn't sell it. I don't. I think it looks tacky if you do. If you trade it, do what you want. But that something looking tacky is different than you beat up your wife. Guys, there were pictures that were texted back and forth, and I don't believe that a guy could be married to somebody that long. And at minimum, if she got the text message, she works for the university too. At minimum, you get rid of her, and then wouldn't that be it? And again, you want. Urban Meyer to be let go because if you screw around and win the title this year, it's going to be shrouded and then everybody gets to take it away from you a little. Yeah, but you kept a guy who supported this on staff to do it. Doesn't matter to fans. Doesn't. I don't think that matters to fans at all. Maybe, maybe does it doesn't matter in the national Skip Bayless screaming a Smith talk. But dude, Ohio State fans don't care about that. Oh, is is it was would be the answer to that to that allegation. Huh. Well, that's unfortunate too. That I don't like that. And I still maintain that if this were happening at Michigan, you'd be up in Ann Armour with pitchforks in your hand. But it's not. It's happening in Columbus. And we won a national title, and it's OSU. OH! Meanwhile, dude, 90% of you love this team. Get passed out drunk every Saturday watching it. Not only did you not go to college, but you didn't go to Ohio State even if you did go to college. Like, I don't get it. 
I want him to win, too. I want him to be great, too. I want the second-best college football coach in the country to be coaching the Buckeyes, too. But, guys, you are the Ohio State University. You think you have to get rid of Urban Meyer and then you put a nobody in there? No. This is a job every coach, every coach not named Jim Harbaugh or Nick Saban wants this job. If you're the coach at Florida, you want to coach at Ohio State. You coach at Georgia, you want to coach at Ohio State. Those are big programs. Tennessee, you want to coach at Ohio State. Texas, you'd rather be at Ohio State. Yeah, which didn't our one of our old coaches go to Texas? Tom Herman? Maybe that's the fix. Maybe that's the fix. Maybe bring him back. Everybody happy then? If this was any other university in the country, you'd be obnoxious on Twitter, trying to be on the right side of history, like, yeah, way to go. You can't just let women get beat. You'd be clapping, retweeting, hashtagging all your BS. But because it's your team now, now all of a sudden it's okay and, well, you know, innocent until proven guilty. This isn't criminal. This is employment. Innocent until proven guilty never comes into it. This is, guys, by the way, this is happening over the influence of social media. And yet every day when I bitch and moan about the power of social media and the power that it has, you all tell me, oh, Stansbury, you're just you big paranoid nerd. You just, you think everything's out to get you. And meanwhile, now look, the social media mentality's coming for one of your butt boys. And now you're all upset about it. Maybe stop calling me crazy tinfoil hat guy for the first four years, you get me? And appreciate what you do get. I told you this was coming for something you love eventually. And here it is. And now you're yelling at me about it. Hysterical. We'll close out the program by giving you George Thorough good tickets. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come on. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. I'm going to explain this one more time as, as simply as I possibly can. If you know anything going wrong in your program, if you hear of anything that might be going wrong in your program, you are to tell the Title IX office or you're in breach of what your contract with the university is. Now, some of you want to tell me, well, we don't know for sure he knew. I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe what happened was is that Zach Smith's wife texted 11 people and it never made its way to Urban Meyer. That's maybe. convenient. That's convenient. Maybe. Now, what you got to understand, the standard is not Urban Meyer having proof that it's true before calling the Title IX office. That's not the standard. The standard is there's at least a rumor of this. You handle it so I can coach football. That's the standard. It's not his job to investigate and decide whether Zach Smith is or is not Not guilty. That's not what he's supposed to do. Not at all. But he didn't do the thing you're supposed to do. And if he had, and it was found out that Zach Smith did not beat his wife, then we all would have been like, okay, you found out a false rumor, did not happen, we're all moving on with our lives here. You're also skipping over this part, guys. That this goes back to 2009 when they were both at Florida. And Urban knew there was issues and he brought the guy to Ohio State. That is where the media and social media is going to hang Herbin Meyer up to dry. That's where he's going to get hung up. Is you mean to tell me at a previous university there were allegations of this and you rolled the dice and brought him to Ohio State? You were covering for somebody you loved. You were covering for somebody who meant a lot to you. And that's and we're, we where can the all, problem is, We can dude. all be guilty of it. 
We can all fall prey to that. Right. It, it, let's just put it through a non-football perspective okay. of like in, in in our in our situation where Dan Stansberry and I sit right now. If if I'm doing something that is against the rules of radio, something that is an FCC violation, and my boss knows about it and he does nothing about it, he's going to be in trouble there, right? Of course, his bosses are going to be like, "What do you mean you knew about this?" And there was no reprehension. There was no. There was no. There was no consequence. Of Guys, course, it's really this simple. If you think Joe Pa knew, then Urban Meyer knew. Because your your rationale would have to then it would have to slide to every university. There's no way coaching staff together that much on the field together. This and that. Enough rumors. Thir- some years, but nobody's gonna know. If you think Joe Pa knew, he knew. Then he Urban knew. Meyer knew. You mean to tell me, dude? I like I said to this earlier this morning. I'm not even married. But normally, when a man reaches heights like that. It's because the team is solid. And I'm not talking about the Buckeye team. I'm talking about your life team is solid. Most guys don't reach heights like that without a solid wife. They just don't. Wives make men better. It's just what they do. And if you marry the right woman, which at all accounts, it seems like he has. She's pretty smart. Has her own career going on. Has that whole thing going on. Meaning, dude, that she's a team member of yours. Meaning you are bouncing things off your wife. You are talking to your wife. She is helping mold your career. She's a teammate of yours. It, the, 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 dude, real, dude. honestly, people really kind of look at it as that they are a head coach of Ohio State because two people got themselves there. Also, she works for the university, was told by this coach's wife, ex-wife now, and she didn't tell anybody either. She didn't tell the Title IX office either. So at bare minimum, Urban Meyer would be answering questions about what his wife didn't do right. At bare minimum. And again, I maintain, if this were Nebraska, you'd be calling for heads. If it's Michigan, you want Harbaugh fired. But because it's Ohio State, and I, dude, I just want you to do that. I Fine, be mad at me all you want. I don't really care. Be mad at me. But at sometime today, I want you to deep dive inside. And figure out where that motivation to excuse Urban Meyer comes from. Because I believe that that is probably causing you problems somewhere else in your life too. Because if you, again, it's not about whether or not it's Urban Meyer's job, this and that. You are responsible for everything that happens with the program. And the letter of the law is, if you hear it, you report it. Not you waiting to find out if it's true and then report it. If you hear it, you report it. And I refuse to believe that Urban Meyer's wife, if 11 other people on the staff knew that Urban Meyer's wife didn't say something to Urban as much as even this. Urban, are you sure you don't want to do something here? In two years, if we lose this job, that's $8 million a year, bro. What are we going to do? You don't think she would just, you don't think she wanted to protect her plush life? And this, it, I didn't know about this as we started this conversation this morning. Um, this really does explain it because my question was, was why would you take that $8 million bullet for somebody? Why would you risk your job at one of the most prestigious jobs you could have in your field, right? I mean, hands down, far and away, dude. I hate Ohio State. Top I understand. Five I understand it is a premier job. Top five job in college football. You were protecting someone you love. Now, I can question, like, well, what the hell, dude? Why would you? But uh, this kid, That's why you did it. Right. This That's kid obviously it. meant something. It was a representation of Earl Bruce to him, so I got to cover for him. I've got to, I've got to get his back, and it was loyalty that brings this whole thing down, dude. Yeah, it, it is. You can be loyal to a fault. You know how I know? You, this is how I know for sure you can be loyal to a fault. That's how I ended up doing mornings at WNCX. It's because a human being can be loyal to a fault. Sometimes you got to do the harder thing and step up and go. No, 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 no. I can't let craziness happen. 
If this were Michigan, you'd be thinking Jim Harbaugh should be fired. You wouldn't be talking to me about distinctions. This is because you want to watch wins on Saturday, which honestly is a little gross. More Sansbury Show will head your way tomorrow morning. That will be at 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Before we get out of here, we do have Thorough Good Tickets. That show's three days from now at the Hard Rock. Let's send you. Caller 17-1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, you guys have a great afternoon. See ya. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9.